Welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, this time on the podcast is our leadership tools podcast in which we're going to talk about the shapes that we use to uh, train people. We, in our podcast, we talk about the learning circle, we talk about the semi-circle, we talk about the triangle, we talk about the invitation challenge matrix. But today I want to talk about something I've used since Ken Blanchard designed it 20-some years ago, and that is the leadership square. Every lunch, every coffee, every conversation you have can either formally or informally bring in the four quadrants of the leadership square. Let's go through those quickly. D1 is where I do and you watch me do it. And it is it is um, very high directive, very high example, and uh, on for the follower, for the follower, it is 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 a place of of consci- unconscious incompetence. I don't know what I don't know, so show me. And uh, usually, there's very high enthusiasm at that point because we don't know. As a follower, we don't know what we don't know, and we need someone to show us. And then that moves into D two, L two, which is. Um, my enthusiasm as a follower starts waning because I have conscious incompetence. I don't, I don't get it, and I'm aware that I don't have the skill. As uh, the, in the L2, the leader's part in this is very high direction, very high example. It is I do, and you help me do it. So you start going through the motions with me and participating with me in this leadership endeavor. And this is... L2-D2 is the critical, critical juncture in passing the baton of leadership and development onto other people because this is where people get discouraged. This is where they tend to lose sight of the ultimate vision of their empowerment. And if you get through that, you get to L3-D3, which is you do, and I as the leader help. And this is where hopefully for the, for the follower, there is growing enthusiasm, there is some growing confidence, because I'm getting to experience this a little bit, and I realize this is not splitting the atom, I can do this, and this is where I start decreasing my direction and I have a much more uh, high support as I'm behind you, you're doing, I'm helping you where need be, and of course the ultimate is the fourth quadrant, D4, L4, where I truly delegate. The end is in sight. Your enthusiasm is picking up. You start increasing in your confidence as a follower because you are doing and I'm watching now. Very high support, very low direction. You're doing it your way. And um, if you notice, Jesus went through this with, with his followers. He put them into positions where they had to do it. He was there. He sent them out. And then ultimately, they had to have the full delegation of his vision in their life. And I don't know where you are. You can look at your life as a follower. All, all leaders are followers. 
and you can look at your life through the lens of this leadership square. When I started leadership 30, almost 33 years ago, I, I really literally went and watched mentors of mine do their job. I literally got in the car with them. I lit, you know went to hospital visits with them. I went to, uh, I remember one time being in a home with my mentor, Bob Russell, where he's literally writing out the gospel to a young man who, a picture of the gospel to a young man who was... Uh, was considering becoming a follower of Christ, and and I, I just I literally watched, and then I took a leadership position at a church in Northern Kentucky, and I did, and he from a distance, but he helped. I would call him every week, I would get advice on situations in leadership because I was in over my head. I that was my D two seven years there was my D two period where. I don't know if I have what it takes to do this, but I would not have made it had it not had a leader who believed in me, who was highly coaching me, and um, I mean, literally would would just help me write sermons. I mean, I just so I didn't I wasn't raised in a in a preacher's home. I had no idea how to write a sermon, and he got me through that. Until then, uh, I did, and I took a position at a new church in Centerville, Ohio. And he helped, but but I was on my own until now. We have very few conversations, uh, you know, intermittently, and I do. And now I'm in a position where I'm able to mentor others who are younger in ministry. And I, and the, I've gone through this process, and it works. And I've sat down when Ken Blanchard came up with what he called a situational leadership model. That's what he called this, and I believe it was the mid '90s. I used to keep a business card size copy of the leadership square in my pocket. And I can't tell you the dozens of times I've opened that up and had conversations with leaders in development, people I've, I've challenged staff and said, okay, where are you in this development process? And what can we do to get you to a place where you are fully empowered to become a leader? It works We'll talk about it again. If you as a follower are discouraged, bust through that, that, that quitting point, crash through it, find someone that you can look to for direction and support, and you'll be glad you did as you, in turn, become someone who develops other people. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.